Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everyone. You are on live with The Real Jenny on sports. Today is Tuesday, March 1st, 2011. Couldn't be happier to be here with you today. My name is Jennifer, Dr. J. Tebow, and as always, I'm thrilled to be uh, broadcasting a show live. As many of you know who have been listening to the most recent episodes of The Real Jenny, we are in the process of producing many of our shows just to be able to, to make sure that we produce the quality shows that you're interested in seeing. But this one just absolutely had to be live. And so I just I just can't be uh, more happy to be talking to you. Unfortunately, the topic that we're going to talk about the entire time is football, pro sports football, and collective bargaining agreement. It looks like I may have... George Foster. Is this George or is this Damon? It's George. George. George Foster. Yes. How are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. How are you? I am wonderful. Okay, so for those of you all who just don't know who I just said hello to, uh, I am I am very blessed to be able to have George Foster on the line, seven-year professional sports career, uh, a terror on the field, but just, I, I hate to say it, but a teddy bear off. George is a wonderful man, a smart, smart football man, smart family man, and I'm glad to have you on the show. Uh, most recently, George competed in the UFL, and so he brings uh, a very fun and interesting perspective. Also, I think just joining Damon Allen, is that you? Yes, I'm on. How are you doing? I'm well, Damon. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I see George is on too, huh? <laughs> yes, absolutely. George is on as well. Uh, and again, for for those of you all who have been in a box and not paid attention, Damon Allen also uh, regularly joins the show. Damon is a 23-year veteran of the Canadian Football League quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks to grace the football laces in the Canadian Football League, I think the best personally, but I'll pay homage to the other great quarterbacks as well. <laughs> so, so uh, Damon, again, just thank you so much for joining. Well, you guys know what we want to talk about. I mean, we've got 27 minutes left on this show, so I've burned three of it with introductions. But I want to talk about pro sports football in particular and collective bargaining agreements. Up uh, first, obviously, is the NFL. Uh, but the reason that I want to talk pro sports is because we know that the collective bargaining agreement for Canada is up next year. So first we're going to talk NFL, and then, Damon, we're going to really lean heavy on you to tell us what has been happening or not happening uh, in negotiations for the CFL as well. So, uh, George, have you been watching? 
Uh, I've been keeping up as much as I could with with these little ladies running around my house, but um, uh, yes, you do have little women <laughs> to distract you. But uh, the thing, well, the thing about the thing about nowadays is this technology and and also social networking. Um, I was just reading my. I had a chance to sit down a couple minutes ago and read my Twitter timeline on my phone, and uh, I'm, I'm guessing that uh, they had a lawsuit um, against the league from the NFL uh, PA. It's on the desk of Judge Doty in Minnesota. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to get the context of it. I don't know if it's um, if he's ruling in our favor uh, just yet or. Or, or do they intend? Or do they expect the ruling to be in our favor? So that's that's as far as I know today. Well, they actually ruled Judge Judge Doty. It looked like he ruled in the favor of the NFLPA. So with this particular lawsuit, the NFLPA said, "Hey, wait a minute! Owners really weren't intending to really negotiate." Because they've been holding this 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 little safety net this safety net which was all this money from television networks because really and truly NFL owners would be a okay by virtue of the revenue dollars from television whether football is played or not for two years so the NFLPA basically said hey they're not really intending on negotiating because they'll because they will win either way it goes and so NFLPA said that that circumstance was uh was against uh the agreement for the CBA and so the judge upheld it the NFLPA is asking for that I think it's 4 billion dollars to be placed uh, to the side um in an escrow account uh, so that really so that everybody's on equal footing for negotiation yeah so it was it's, a um... it's very much a victory for the NFLPA Today it's kind of shocking. Uh, Judge Doty said that he did not want to be, you know, this instrumental piece to the agreement. He was t- simply trying to resolve, uh, you know, the big question, which was were the owners, um, you know, were they keeping with their agreement or not? You know, were they violating? Well, well, if you don't mind if I uh, touch on this a little bit too, because you have to understand uh, the owners. Um, I mean, obviously, if they don't play, I mean, they still make, you know, a lot of money based on the TV revenues, and we don't even know how, you know, that contract is uh, is written either. I mean, do they have to play the game before the money can be distributed? Uh, we don't know. Oh, those no, things. they, no, yeah, they get it no matter what. Whether they, get it, they get it no matter what. Well, see, no I think the, in the other things, yeah, the owners have to really look at, too, uh, the potential of um, the backlash of, of not playing. Uh, just because they can collect some money, right? And so, mm-hmm. yeah, you have to understand. I mean, the the biggest you know problem that uh, sports in their negotiations have to be aware of is, you know, the the day that the fans one day said, you know what, we're not supporting this no more. We're going to okay. go on strike. And then, you know, I think there would be, you know, a lot of teams and situ- situations uh, would be hurting. Uh, if they, like I said, if you know, in a good sense, you know, piss off the fans, right? And you know, they've been through strikes before and those things. And so, I, I, you know, this league, uh, as great as the league is, I mean, they still can't uh, afford, you know, multiple strikes, uh, and because eventually it's going to backfire. So I'm going to throw the question out there, you guys. 
because because you can because you said the perfect word or phrase piss off. So you're saying, and what I'm hearing is, you know, the NFL should be concerned and our owners should be concerned about pissing people off. But I want to tell you, Damon, and and Damon, you know this, and and George, you may not know it, but I'm filming a documentary um, about this exact circumstance. Um, pro football um, and collective bargaining agreements and the player's voice. The four issues, the four main issues for the collective bargaining agreement um, are that the owners want to go to an 18-game schedule. They have the ability per the agreement to go to 22 games, but they want to go to an 18-game schedule. So add a couple more games, but take two preseason games away. Uh, so they're Oh, that sounds like the CFL, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the next thing they want to do is implement a rookie wage scale. The third thing that they're interested in doing is recutting up the $9 billion pie more towards their favor. So they want to give the players less of that $9 billion. And then the fourth thing is that uh, retirement benefits, uh, retired players' benefits are at stake. So those are the four main issues. And I will tell you all, as I am talking to retired players in particular about, you know, what issues really, you know, strike them, you talk about some pissed off players. I mean, I honestly don't think NFL owners and, and even the NFL operate in a manner that they're scared they're going to piss people off. Hell, they already said they're going to take away benefits on Thursday. Well, they don't, I don't think they, they don't, they don't too much care about that. And, and it's, you know, it's been said, and it's hard to lump every owner in the same uh, box. Right. But um, you know, there there have been owners that said flat out that uh, there's people in America that don't have coverage and lose coverage every day. Why should I care about players' coverage? So there's not, you know, that that's been that's come straight from the horse's mouth. So that's not even on their radar. That's right. So, so George, correct well, because me I mean, they they have the the thought process too that these guys are making a whole bunch of money. Uh, and so when you, you know, you believe that they're making a whole bunch of money, I mean, they're not going to care whether, the, you know, they have, you know, health care coverage or not because they're saying that, you know, they have enough money to pay for their health care. Well, um, do you know how much the COBRA is right now? Is the COBRA oh, to extend the plan uh, for no. it? If you take the percentage of what that, what continuing the insurance costs, uh, mm-hmm. this is a huge percentage of, of a player's pie, you know, it's like it's like, and this is per month now. It's like five hundred a kid. It's like four hundred an adult. It's like it's, you can easily have a family of four paying, you know, two grand plus a month just for insurance. Mm. Yes, just just to continue yes. insurance, and that you know, that's I don't care how much you're making unless you're an upper echelon player. You know, that's a lot. That's a lot out, coming out of your pocket. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that's, you know, one of the biggest issues when you compare it to the United States and Canada. And, you know, and you know, and people complain sometimes, well, the taxes are high. But, um, you know, it's something you have to always look at, you know, regardless of how much money you have. If your health goes bad, it doesn't matter. You don't have enough money to actually uh, survive the, the kind of health issues that, you know, people deal with on a daily basis, at least. You know, uh, we pay a little bit more taxes here in Canada, but every every person has health care, and they can go in and, and get taken care of, even though they have to pay a little bit more taxes, right? 
Okay, yeah. so we're on the subject of health benefits, and I just, you know, <laughs> I can't let this show go by with, without sending, uh, you know, my deepest regrets to the family of Dave Duerson. Um, this was football lost and the world lost um, a lot when Dave, at 50 years old, uh, decided to commit suicide but in an interesting, uh, only interesting and something we haven't really seen before is he shot himself in the heart to preserve his brain because he was convinced that he had a brain injury and trauma uh, as a result of the repetitive injuries that he endured uh, while playing football. And unfortunately, Dave was not on health insurance. Now, football, and George, correct me if I'm wrong, after five years you're cut off after you retired. Is that correct? Yeah, after five years, you're, you're cut off. Um, they have a fund now that uh, you could, I forgot the, the, the correct name for it, but a fund that you could dip in um, for uh, for medical expenses. And, um, and it depends on how many years you played. And um, okay. it's a certain amount per year, but um, but I don't I don't know how I don't know how that works for the players and the generation before me. You know, right. this is something fairly new. Well, there's some different categories. So this is what I'm learning as as I'm starting to film this documentary with players. There's the 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 pre 93 years. So if you retired before you were 93. You're eligible for a certain level of benefits versus if you retire after 1993. is a, is a very important cutoff year for the types of benefits that you're eligible. And you know, I would venture to say I can characterize the pre-93 players who have suffered many injuries. Now, those are some pissed off people because those people yeah, are this, 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 It's sad, so, man, because it's like, what do we? Yeah. Like, what what do you do? Um, nobody's gonna cover you for for anything that's uh, for a premium that you can pay for. You know, right. we our pre-existing injuries are like none other. So it's um something to think about, and you know, it's something it's something it's a serious issue. So let me just throw this out there because I think it's such an important point, and 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 you guys will see this once I do uh, finish up that project. Um, a man by the name of, of Tony Davis, who is who is a retired player, and he actually sits on the board for the Retired Players Association. Uh, I was talking with Tony a few days ago, and he brought up an excellent point that I never thought about. And, and Damon, you bringing up the way Canada does their benefits, you you'll be able to appreciate this. So you've got especially the pre ninety three years who retired before ninety three. Many of them are not being extended any kind of benefit or workers' comp, even though, you know, they've been denied, even though they've had 23 and 30 surgeries, and all on, you know, wear and tear types of things, you know, knee replacements, hip replacements, things that would seem to be a direct link to their playing time. Um, But if the NFL says, no, it's not our fault that you have all these injuries, and then the players, 50, 55, many of which don't have the money to pay for these surgeries, guess who pays for it in the United States? The American people through Medicare and Medicaid. So basically the NFL shuffles off their responsibility. I'm saying that. No one else said it. I'm saying it. And the American people pay for those injuries. Well, especially when you're talking about the amount of money that uh, they're fighting over and negotiating those things. 
and that's why it look it looks so bad, uh, especially on the National Football League, uh, when you're dealing with issues of guys who played, you know, their whole career and you know made a living in the National Football League. When these owners are fighting over you know billions and billions of dollars, I mean they 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 do have uh, the ability uh, to take care of all those players actually ever who've ever played in the league. And Absolutely. So yeah, that, that's the 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 bad thing. You know, and the reality is, um, you know, you have to add the fans into the mix with players and the organization because you know they, they wouldn't have got television if they the television the viewership of television and the uh, uh, you know the, that amount of money wouldn't have been offered if mm-hmm. if fans aren't involved in the whole process. That's correct. But so the, is it greed, George? George, is it greed at the end of the day? Is greed the biggest bottleneck in this collective bargaining agreement with with um, owners? Oh, no. oh, hands down, no doubt. Greed is part of the whole you know, uh, North America system. <laughs> oh, no doubt. It's, it's, it's greed is. Is, is I want to say it's uniquely American, but is is it? It's in the fiber. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. in the fiber. Of, it's in the fiber of this nation, and um, it's just on different levels in different entities. But in the NFL, you know, it's a it's 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 a money making machine, hand over fist, year to year, and you know they, they the owners and the players want what they feel is their just due. And it's just, you know, it's a matter of finding out, you know, who deserves what. You know, a big a, a big problem in that is like the, the owners want to open their books, so we don't know who's losing or who's, you know, uh, who's gaining. So it's a it's a messy situation. Um, but I think in the long term, um, in the long term, the 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 owners can't afford to to lock out, you know, for Absolutely. too long. They can't. They can't. Yep. They simply. They simply can't do it. It's just a matter of the players holding, holding tough. Um, now, fortunately, this um, Doty's ruling today makes it highly unlikely that there'll be a long lockout. But um, you know, even even just if he if this if he ruled against, the owners still can't. They can't hold up. They can't hold up that long. So, George, how is the communication to you? Are is there a structure in place to keep you a player that's going to be impacted by this expiring CBA? Are you getting that communication? Is there a system set up? Or are you just watching it like everybody else? Um, uh, we get notifications via email. We have access to. Um, we have, we have access to people that's in the PA, um, like Kevin Mawai and you know uh, Don Davis, who's a regional representative, and um, and just just various avenues, and people can have a uh, insight of what's going on. Uh, Twitter is big, and mm-hmm. with uh, uh, I think George Atala, he gives a lot of good updates and. Um, and um, uh, there are various other uh, people that's in the PA that give great updates. So yeah. it, uh, social media is a big part of keeping the players in the loop. Well, you know, one thing I've I've noticed in doing my research is that some players give me 
the response you just gave me, you feel connected or are you are you feel like you have access to the information, you can put your finger on the pulse of it. But some yeah, of the access is there. It's just a matter if you want to go, if you how deep you want to get into it, you know. Well, you know, it's a matter of uh, the, the biggest thing with wanting to know uh, what's going on mainly is about the health benefits. Make sure you have your COBRA payment in to extend your insurance, uh, uh, things of things of that nature. But at the same time, what's going to happen is going to happen. You know, so it's up to you if you want to be informed. If you don't, you know, if you don't want to be informed, it's still going to be going on. If you do, you know, it's, it's just a, it's personal preference. Yeah. Okay. So Damon Allen, is there yeah. so come March fourth at midnight, will the NFL, uh, PA March and 30th. NFL owners come to an agreement by the expiration? Yes or no? Well, I think based on the case that just happened today, I mean, you know, if they're thinking that they're gonna, you know, just hold out and for a couple of years and still get paid, but they still got to, you know, uh, you know, give the money to the the players too. Uh, it's not a win-win situation for, but uh, you know, with this agreement, um, you know, well, with this case, it just uh, you know pending for the players, then it do- doesn't make sense for them to hold out okay. because they're going to if wow. they lo- I mean, they're going they're going to have to pay it anyway, so they might as well just uh, pay the money and also play. True. Okay. So, do you think they're going to come to an agreement by the expiration on Thursday? Well, I mean, it, you know, as long as it gets it done before the season starts. <laughs> so yeah, maybe the, not. The thing, the, the thing about the the significance of Thursday is is the fact that the the PA if, if there's not if there's not an agreement by Thursday, the PA will decertify. That's and right. Then that 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 sends into play. Uh, a string, a string of lawsuits against the owners that you know they won't be able to basically withstand, and it it no, it, it no longer becomes an agreement; it becomes a settlement. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of things start moving really fast if they don't come to an agreement. Now, I was looking at the history of CBAs and the NFL. They could, this is an option, it's always an option in negotiation, they could agree to extend the expiration date to allow them a little bit more time to negotiate. But when I say extend it in a little bit, I mean a little bit. In the past, they've done it by to extend it for three or four more days. That's it. So it is possible that they may be making some kind of headway with the federal uh, mediator that's in there with them to say, I think we can get it done in the next, you know, two to three days. That's an option. You know, I don't know if in fact that's going to happen or not. Um, you know, I I personally don't think that they're that they're going to have an agreement. Um, I will tell you, my gut feeling says that the owners um, that the owners will will not lock the players out. They may not make the decision to change the rules, but I think they're going to bank on the fact that when the NFLPA decertifies, and I think that they will go ahead and pull the trigger on that, when they decertify, I think the owners are going to are, are going to rely on the fact that the NFLPA will become disorganized. 
and that there will be dissension in the ranks and that the power of the NFLPA will be gone with decertification. I mean, that's the risk NFLPA runs. There, because there are these these factions, you know, these bands of players that don't like the direction the NFLPA is going. They don't like the leadership with the NFLPA. And, and that's not new. That's not just a DeMore Smith thing. I mean, people, a lot of people, you know, didn't like Gene Upshaw. I mean, you know, it's just it's it's just a problem with with leadership. So I, you know, I think the owners may be banking on that and may want to pull a wait and see because financially they can they can do a wait and see for a little bit. Um, it is a very big blow uh, with the judge ruling um, towards the NFLPA. Now, what that means for the four billion dollars, I don't know. Uh, NFLPA wanted to put they want the $4 billion to be put in escrow so nobody can touch it. But that decision has not been made yet. So right now, you know, not a whole lot has changed. Of course, NFL owners' attorneys, I've been uh, watching this, are confident, and they say, yeah, we were prepared for every outcome. And so they're still trying to have some swagger about it. But I don't know. I don't think you're going to agree. I don't think there will be an agreement. Um one thing, and this is what I get from, I guess, from the inside. Mm-hmm. Frankly, the owners they didn't they didn't plan on um, DeMaurice being uh, this savvy and this strong about it. You know, he's yeah. coming from uh, he's coming from well, a different angle. He's coming from a different angle that they didn't expect, but they, they didn't realize this this. This is his background. Yeah, you know? well, I, I will tell you, this is this is a Jennifer Tebow personal opinion. I've been less than impressed with DeMar Smith. I mean, I've been less than impressed with him. And I, I was very disappointed that that Let It Play commercial that, that, uh, that the NFLPA orchestrated, I was less than impressed with that tactic because the, the public doesn't vote on the agreement. And that commercial cost the NFLPA $200,000. And when I'm looking at how many players have to make their COBRA payments, I'd rather take that 200 towards the first month of COBRA payments for players over a commercial that was meaningless that, by the way, was never aired on CBS. You know, they got maybe 50,000 hits. So what? And and then they, then they had a nerve to go back and do Let It Air, you know, another round of – and I'm like, who are you trying to convince? The YouTube Nation? Those suckers are not going to help you get your benefits, your retired players' benefits, decide your rookie wage scale, or figure out if you should go to 18 games or not. But, you know, I could get fired up all day. Damon, yes. what's going on with the CFL? We've got, we've got just under four minutes. What's going on with the CFL? Well, I think the CFL is a little bit different in the mindset of our owners here in Canada compared to the PA uh, the owners have always had majority of the power, and uh, and the PA and the PA in the Canadian Football League um, um, doesn't have the kind of power that the the NFL PA has developed and has grown over the years, and so that's why uh, there's always going to be a, a, a tassel and a, a hustle. Um, uh, with uh, those both parties because they're both powerful. I mean, not only the owners are powerful, but the NFLPA, but also in the CFL, the owners are a little bit more power, powerful, so they've always controlled uh, pretty much the decisions that, that go on in uh, our league. And uh, so often, um, you know, our, I think the PA is starting to become more stronger, 
uh, in their negotiations because you know, but you know, most of the players in our league, uh, you know, you know, can't afford the strike. Mhm. Right. And, and That's so the problem. we always uh, agree to something, to, uh, you know, with the owners uh, in, in negotiations. You know, guys can't just cannot can't afford to because of uh, you know the average salary and and all those things are, that are going on. So, you know that that's probably the the biggest difference between the two leagues uh, is the power of the PA and uh, and the owners uh, compared to the CFL. Do, do the players have... ever ever come away with something better in the in the, in the CFL? Well, I think the, the, some of the things that they they talk about and not necessarily the you know she, uh, they talk about a huge amount of money that are is shared among the league. But I think more so they talk about the the import and the Canadian rule and how we can uh, you know better the, those situations and you know whether you add another player uh, to the mix or you add two more players. I mean, because you're trying to continue to uh, you know make the game interesting. Uh, there have been a lot of uh, changing of the rules uh, to keep the game going. And you know, it's just amazing how when you see the National Football League make these changes and uh, and, and realize that uh, some of the things that are going on in the CFL, the NFL has made the changes towards, like the NFL is starting to change their uh, their overtime rule. Mm-hmm. You know, is that the, the, yeah. the, 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 the coin toss? Yeah. You know, now they get the opportunity to choose who's going to be on defense or offense. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and so CFL has always done that, and, and the rules changed uh, because now you determine, now you know, you know what you need, whether it's a touchdown or a field goal. To uh, so it's a lot of different changes like that that the CFL always look at and make the game more interesting. But you know, we just lack uh, power in the PA. Uh, plus, the average salary is so much different than is in the National Football League. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to throw this out there for for interesting uh, interesting to note. In in the NBA National Basketball Association, players have health benefits for life. So you know, it's just a wide variety of issues at each league. It's very unique. And so you know, what happens in the NFL will be a different type of negotiation that we'll see in all the other leagues. Well, but the yeah. Real- on sports will definitely be there. I hate to cut you off, but we got 23 seconds left. Damon, thank you so much. Uh, George, I cannot thank you enough. I'm sending you guys a big cyber bear hug. I hope you guys join me because I'll be following the CBA as we continue. Every every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, I hope you guys continue to join. Take care, George. Thank you. You do the same. All right. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.